Welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve financial independence and overcome your money problems. I'm Matt, bringing you the education and tools to help you get your life back, build wealth, and make a difference. Hey there, welcome to the Habesha Finance Podcast. This is Matt, your host. And today we're going to get into the superpower of a Roth IRA. Now let's get one thing out of the way. By now, you already know to get your investing game going. If you've been following Habesha Finance since 2017, then you know that we are on a path to achieve financial freedom. No matter how old you are, starting today is critical to building your wealth thanks to compound interest. With so many ways to save and invest, I definitely understand this can be a little intimidating. So let's get into one way to save and invest your money for the long term. Now I'm talking about the Roth IRA, an individual retirement account, one of my favorite investing buckets. So what is a Roth IRA? Most of you are probably familiar with a 401k or a 403b. I talk about that here on the podcast every now and then. These are two of the most talked about types of retirement accounts out there. Little did you know that there are a lot more different retirement savings accounts out there that can help you save and invest even more. I believe I talked about some of these accounts in episodes 6, 7, 8, 9. Uh, definitely go check those out for more information. On today's podcast, we're going to talk about the one and only Roth IRA. Don't worry, I plan to continue to go over the different types of retirement accounts and non-retirement accounts. A Roth IRA is an IRA that allows earned income individuals, the key point is earned income, qualified individuals to save up to a specified limit set by the wonderful government of the USA. The Roth IRA was established by the Taxpayer Relief Act of 1997 and named for its chief legislative sponsor, Senator William Roth of Delaware. So shout out to Senator William Roth for helping us get this established. Now, the key attribute of Roth IRAs, IRAs was that the contributions made by a qualified individual would be with after-tax dollars. So if you qualify to have a Roth IRA, then any dollars you have laying around can be used to fill up a Roth IRA. Now, how much can you save per year? As of 2019, a qualified individual can contribute up to $6,000 per year. And guess what? If you're 50 years or older, you actually get an extra $1,000 to contribute. They call that the catch-up contribution. This is not a lot compared to the 401k, 403b limits, but as we'll get into, there are tax advantages that make up for the low contribution amount. The next question I want to tackle is, are you qualified to have a Roth IRA? To be eligible to contribute to a Roth IRA, you have to meet certain income requirements. Now let's look over some of those requirements and I have a table in the actual show notes that you can go back to and refer to, but I'm just going to get into two different uh, tax brackets and two different filing statuses. If you file married jointly and if you make less than $193,000, your modified adjusted gross income. So, you know, if you make a little bit more and then you get the standard deduction of like $24,400, I think, for 2019, 
And if your modified adjusted gross income comes out to be $193,000, then you can contribute up to the limit, up to the $6,000 that you are able to, or the $7,000 if you're 50 or older. But once you start making over $193,000, it starts to phase out. The amount that you can contribute starts to be reduced um, the more you make until you reach greater than $203,000. If your modified adjusted gross income is greater than $203,000, well, the most you can contribute to a Roth IRA is actually zero. So you definitely want to check this table out to see if you qualify as married filing jointly. Now, if you're single head of household or married filing separately, this is where things kind of get interesting. If you're single, you can contribute up to the limit, up to that $6,000, Unless you're 50 or over, you can contribute an extra thousand. If you make less than $122,000, that's really great because I know a lot of my single friends who do not make over six figures, and this is a great opportunity for them to contribute to a Roth IRA. And then the what you can contribute obviously starts to phase out when you start making more than $122,000. But you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA if you make more than $137,000 as a single person. So those are some of the stipulations that you have to review to determine whether you qualify to have a Roth IRA. But hey, do not worry if you do not qualify because we're going to go over how to contribute to a Roth IRA even if you don't qualify on these tables. I'm going to share that with you in a little bit. So stay tuned. Keep listening. Now, what about taxes with a Roth IRA? One of the benefits of a Roth IRA is that you're contributing with after-tax dollars. You've already paid taxes on those dollars. So the money in your Roth grows tax-free. And when you get ready to withdraw, you don't have to pay any taxes on the contributions or growth assuming you're clear to make withdrawals without penalties, obviously, after you hit that 55, 59 and a half age restriction. So let me repeat that again. Uh, The money in your Roth grows tax-free. And when you get ready to withdraw whatever you contributed and even the contribute and even the growth, you're withdrawing that money tax-free. Now, this is not how 401ks and traditional IRAs work. Remember, you pay taxes on your withdrawals for 401ks and traditional IRAs. With a Roth IRA, you don't pay any taxes on withdrawals from what you contributed or the growth. This is true as of 2019. All the research I've done says there is a small chance the government could change this. However, this is very unlikely from a lot of the other uh, financial gurus and a lot of the other personal finance blogs that I read because politicians typically don't want to do anything to lose the support of their constituents, of their uh, supporters. So make sure you check with a tax professional on the rules and regulations and the withdrawals of a Roth IRA. But I feel like it's pretty basic. Now, where can you open a Roth IRA? Pretty much any brokerage company, Vanguard, Fidelity, Charles Schwab. You know, those are the three that I always tell uh, family and friends to just go open an account with them and start contributing to. Really take the time to consider what you're looking for from a provider. I personally plan to open my Roth account with Vanguard. My current 401k is already with Fidelity because of my work. So I feel like, you know, why not mix things a little? Plus, I'm very interested in opening a retirement account with Vanguard. Vanguard uh, has so many great 
benefits and has so many great has so much positive reviews from the personal finance community i feel like having a vanguard account is very necessary for me okay so here is the kicker right for those who do not qualify based on your income it is true that some of you make more money that makes you ineligible to have a roth ira this is where the backdoor roth strategy enters a traditional IRA doesn't have any income restrictions. Remember, a traditional IRA does not have any income restrictions. And if you do this right, well, you can fund a traditional IRA with after-tax dollars and then convert what you put in the traditional IRA into the Roth IRA. This can be a complicated transaction, especially if you have other IRAs. I highly recommend that you do some research. I know the White Coat Investor blog talks about doing this backdoor Roth IRA and the pro rata uh, rules because basically you have to look at all the IRAs you have. Um, and so I highly recommend you seek professional help for this conversion no matter what. Really, you really got to make sure that you do the research the right way. I've never done this, but it is a common transaction, a common procedure that is done by so many people in the personal finance community. And I want you to seek professional help for when you do this or make sure that you read the blog, get on the forums that are out there and talk and, and just ask for some advice. Now, your provider, Vanguard, Fidelity, whoever it is, should be able to help you with this also. If you don't feel comfortable just going to the forums, you should be able to talk to Vanguard. You should be able to talk to uh, Fidelity and they should be able to help you with this process. I can personally attest that the customer service at Charles Schwab and Fidelity are awesome. They have helped me, my dad, my family uh, get through some of the other kinds of transactions that we've needed, like moving from one provider to another provider or selling this fund to go buy this fund. The customer service at a lot of these brokerage uh, companies are getting better and better every day, especially with you know the developments of technology. They're just very helpful in helping you uh, do whatever you want to do, you know, within the legal limits of the law, of course. So just to go back over it and just kind of share with you the basic steps, which I list in the show notes that I'll link in the description of this podcast, open a traditional IRA and fund it with as much as you can up to the maximum, whether you have $6,000 or $7,000, depending if you're 50 years or older. Then contact your plan administrator and ask them to transfer what you just contributed into the traditional IRA into the Roth IRA. Make sure to convert the funds immediately because if there are any gains, meaning if that traditional IRA gained a little bit of money, then you will have to pay taxes on those gains. So you don't want the money sitting in the traditional IRA more than a week or so because who knows, the market could go up 30% and you've basically paid taxes on what you convert into the Roth IRA. So you'd want to make sure that you do this just immediately. Like, the next day, some, I think Vanguard, when you do the backdoor Roth IRA conversion, you can do it the same day you fund, but you can also wait till the next day to contact your administrator and ask them to convert the funds to the Roth IRA. This is a great opportunity for my high income earners to get their money out of a traditional IRA into the Roth IRA. And it's perfectly legal. It's perfectly within the limits of the law. But if you feel a little bit hesitant, make sure that you do check with a tax professional a financial professional if you have any questions about doing this process. All right, so what if you have an emergency? 
Well, you can withdraw contributions you've made into a Roth anytime tax and penalty free. This is because you've already paid the taxes. Remember, any growth in earnings, however, may be penalized depending on when you withdraw. But you know, this is good to know that you can take the money you contributed anytime you need. So a Roth IRA can make for a good emergency savings. But I personally don't do that because if I'm invested in certain funds, the market goes up and down. And if I have an emergency and the market's down, well, I don't have as much money that I would have had otherwise if I just kept my emergency fund in like a high yield savings account where, you know, it's earning 2% interest or 1% interest annually. That's what we do. We keep our emergency fund at the American Express savings account, high yield savings account. And that's what I urge and recommend so many of you out there who have like your two-month emergency fund or a three-month emergency fund in your regular bank that's earning like 0.01% to move that money to an online bank like Ally Bank or American Express Savings and get a little bit more interest on your emergency fund. But that's a topic I've covered on this podcast in the past. But if you're interested in learning about that, I'll make sure I link that episode in the description of this podcast. Now, is there anything else that you need to know? Having a Roth IRA can be a really good inheritance to leave loved ones or any beneficiary you name. This is because your beneficiaries do not pay income tax. Your beneficiaries do not pay income tax on distributions as long as you've held a Roth account for more than five years. So you want to start a Roth IRA as soon as possible because there's like a five-year window where you have to wait to take money out and like the growth and all of that without, you know, paying taxes or whatnot. Um, also, your beneficiaries cannot just let the money sit there. They will have to make required minimum distributions, but that's okay. I'm pretty sure your beneficiaries won't mind. Your beneficiaries will have a good source of income to do with what they want. So hopefully you've educated your beneficiaries and taught them the value of money and how to be financially responsible. And hopefully they make good choices with that. But for more beneficiary rules, I will put a link in the show notes that you can go to just so you can have more information. Also, unlike most other retirement accounts, Roth IRAs don't force you to take minimum distributions at age 70 and a half. The money you invest in a Roth IRA can keep growing and growing and growing. So I hope you get the point. This is just another reason Roth accounts are great for passing on. If you have the ability to do so, open up a Roth IRA as soon as you can. Like I mentioned before, there's a five-year window that can affect some of the things you can and can't do. If you want to learn more about Roth IRAs, don't worry. On this podcast, we're going to continue to drill the information on Roth IRAs, uh, 401ks, uh, simple IRAs, solo 401ks for all my entrepreneurs in the future. And even in the Habesha Finance Facebook group, I encourage you all to join the Facebook group. Ask the questions that you have and don't be afraid. Like everybody is there to help one another. Again, I am not a financial, tax, or legal professional, so you definitely want to check with professional resources in case you have any questions. This is for your entertainment, information purposes only, and I appreciate you listening. Please make sure to share this podcast. If you are listening, don't forget to also subscribe, rate, and review on whatever podcast player you're listening to. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful and purposeful week.